Welcome to Sparkling Sparks, a podcast for anyone wanting a little dose of positivity and inspiration in their lives. My name is Magdalene, and this is where I chat with inspirational people sparking sparks in STEM, entrepreneurship, the arts, advocacy, and so much more. I think just believe that everything happens for a reason because it does. Mm. It really does. Like, you have to trust yeah. in time. Mm and the opportunities because there's always an opportunity. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Sparkling Sparks. Today I'm here with Tishni, another one of my close friends. So Tishni, do you want to give a quick little introduction to yourself? Um, I'm Tishni. I graduated in 2019 with a Bachelor of Arts um, and tomorrow I'm actually moving to another city. Um, to start a course, which um, I'm really excited about. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Exciting. So what did you study in university? So I studied politics, sociology, and criminology. So it was a double major mm-hmm. and a minor. Right. Um, yeah, so that was uh, four years. But a long time. It actually. is a long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my final year of university as well, and it's also my fourth year. But looking it's, forward to graduating yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. After my graduation, I got a job, at, at, at an internship, mm-hmm. as a policy analyst. Right. Um, and then I heard about like the policy analyst role and the salary in mm-hmm. Australia, and mm-hmm. it's so much higher. <laughs> yeah. And I love the warmth. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I have to go to Australia, yeah. Yeah. make more money, yeah. <laughs> the warm weather, <laughs> cheap clothes, mm-hmm. like, you know. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, and then I booked my tickets uh, for April. Yeah. So I got everything ready, yeah. and then the lockdown happened. Yeah. So plans got changed a little bit. Right, that really sucks. Yeah, I guess that's the same for a lot of people mm. last year. All your plans got changed thanks to COVID. Yeah. So how did you spend your 2020? Um, I... W- <laughs> Okay, so I literally didn't do anything through the lockdown. Mm-hmm. I just watched movies, um, cooked a lot, yeah. um, and slept. That is so relatable. So yeah, relatable. and it was it was nice though because like it was right after um, my internship, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to like wake up in the morning. Yeah. I could just like sleep until twelve. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like stay up late mm-hmm. and. I I really enjoyed it. I really did. But then after the lockdown and after everything in New Zealand, like normal, back to normal life, then it was just like job hunting. Right. And I hated that part because like I just couldn't find a job. And um, so were you also applying for jobs related to um, like politics and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was mostly policy analyst roles. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot. Um, so every time, like, it was a rejection, I was just like, never gonna find a job. Mm-hmm. But Were you applying, like, just locally or across No, no, New no. Um, all over New Zealand. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but honestly, like, when, in hindsight, everything does happen for a reason. Yeah. And if I didn't, like, if I found a job, then I, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed my life (laughs) (laughs) if you're not like yeah because right now i am really enjoying my life yeah and i can't wait for 
moving tomorrow yeah, and the new chapter the new chapter, the new chapter. yeah speaking so. of which do you mm-hmm. want to tell us a little bit about how you ended up doing getting into this yeah <laughs> okay so off when i was um find like wanting to find a job mm-hmm. um and like i was just getting rejected yeah um it was like a low point in my life yeah. and my close friend was just like come and stay with me um and they're they're old so they yeah. always watch the six o'clock news right <laughs> and it was so out of the blue but one day i was just like man their job like reporters jobs are so cool because like they get to travel they get to like talk to new people mm-hmm. talk to anyone mm-hmm. basically um without being like a stalker you know yeah <laughs> you get an excuse exactly like a license to ask questions right and i was just like that sounds really cool i'm gonna like find more about that like Mm -hmm. how can i you know if i want to yeah and then canterbury and messy were like the two top um journalist schools i guess um and i was i applied for both but Canterbury only takes in 25 people. Mm, okay. So I was just like, okay, probably not going to get in. Right. You know. How about Messi? Messi, I don't know if they accept 25 people, but right. I applied and I emailed a professor. Yeah. And then after like two weeks, he got back and he was just like, yeah, you're in. I was oh. like, okay. <laughs> okay, wow, cool. anticlimactic. Yeah. For Canterbury, I was just like, I really want to try my hardest. Yeah. And I emailed the person in charge and she was, I was just like, I want to apply, but like, what can I do to improve my resume? Oh, okay. And then she was just like, just have some experience, like media experience. Yeah. And I didn't do any media. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did like year 13 media studies. That, that was <laughs> it, right? Yeah. So I was just like, okay. But by then I had done some like youtube searching and i was just like being a reporter is so cool i want to do this yeah yeah so i had that mindset you know yeah yeah and i went to like different stations yeah um in dunedin and i was just like um can i just do some like a little work so i can put that on my cv so i thought um it wouldn't be like admin work or like just you know like how interns kind of like get coffee to their boss kind of thing you know I thought it would be like that um and I went to Radio OR and I well like after that I emailed and I was just like what can I do and then like the person got back to me oh she's I love people at Radio OR like they're so nice but um anyway she got back to me and she's just like we can't we can't have a meeting come in and I was like okay so after that, I went, and then she was just like, you can have your own show. Wow. And I was just like, what? Wow. <laughs> what do you mean I can have my own show? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I really did not think, mm-hmm. like, you know. That this opportunity existed. No, right? yeah. no. Um, I mean, like, I knew it, but I thought it would be for people who actually were experts at what they were doing, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, and then there's me who, you know, I've never really interviewed someone like that before and she was just like yeah like I think you have the confidence to do it I think you'll be good and I was like so she believed in you yeah yeah and then like after doing that I got my own podcast and like the theme was COVID related and I had so many guests like Mm -hmm. amazing amazing people Mm -hmm. today was the actual like the last day that I interviewed the last person yeah it was it was so sad because 
even though the show was only 14 episodes long, mm. I had been doing it for like, it feels like for like a long time, right? <laughs> yeah. And the people were just, they became like a part of the family kind Aww, of thing. They were just, cute. they were so nice. Um, and it was just so sad to leave them yeah. and leave what I loved doing. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but, um, after the Canterbury thing, mm-hmm. um, I got an interview. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay, yeah, hopefully like, you know, she likes me. Yeah. And then I had a written test oh, and I was just like, mm. how was the written test like? It was, it was trivial questions okay. and then there was like you had to write different reports oh, um headlines and stuff like okay. that so i was just like mm, you know <laughs> it was nerve-wracking but then the whole like po- having the podcast really helped yeah and about two months later i got the um the offer. offer yay and it was funny because i was in the studio yeah. recording and right after recording i um checked my phone yeah and i was with my um friend who's who was who one working there yeah and i was just like oh my god like i got, got accepted it, yeah. and yeah. we were both like jumping up and down and he's like i'm so happy for you and i'm like oh my god oh. <laughs> so you know it's it was a really big accomplishment because yeah. only 25 people get into that I mean, program yeah. each year um it's actually 25 people or less so that's it's crazy yeah it's crazy. congrats thank congrats. you thank you it's it was so good you know because like in 2020 i was just like i'm not good enough to do yeah, anything because yeah. i couldn't just find a job like mm. people around me were finding jobs mm-hmm. and you know i i really do think that that it was fate that mm-hmm. i didn't find mm-hmm. it and now i'm just doing something that i totally love yeah yeah nice. because when i was doing uh, my internship as a policy analyst yeah. like i love the people yeah, what do you actually do as a policy analyst? So you just like write submissions and read and read and read. Submissions like um for so we kind of like uh write stuff um submissions to change policies and change oh, laws. Oh, okay. And, um, I was working for a nonprofit organization. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I love the people. Um, but in hindsight, it wasn't me. Like I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't see myself doing a job every day just sitting um down and yeah. reading yeah. on a computer yeah. you know it wasn't it's not me right um even though the money was so good mm-hmm. but i'm i want to talk to people yeah and that wasn't a thing that you know that job of like consider like that you know you. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah so yeah that's why nice. Yeah, mm. I feel like everything really does happen for a it reason. It really does, Everything yeah. worked out in the end. Like, it might seem like it's the end of the world, you know, yeah. everything's not going as planned. But then, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. It really, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So anyways, where can people find your podcast on the internet? Okay, so <laughs> it's called... Get ready to plug the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Thoughts and Talks with Tishni. Mm-hmm. And it's actually available on Spotify and Google and Apple Podcasts. Nice. So it's almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. So just type up my name and it'll probably come up. Yeah. I'll yeah. put it in the show notes as oh. well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Anyways, what has been the most exciting thing about starting your podcast? Um, oh my goodness. The whole thing was just exciting but nerve-wracking at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, just Yeah, because it was your first time doing anything of this sort, Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, like, obviously I love 
talking to people yeah. and getting to know people, yeah. but not in a way that I could just go up to like a person and just ask mm. or like, you know, I I never in a million years would have thought like I would be talking to a Dunedin mayor, the Dunedin yeah. mayor yeah. or like a former politician. Yeah. Um, so those are, you know, and those are my guests. Yeah. Um, the most exciting is definitely like getting people um, to come in. Mm. Um, no one really said no, mm-hmm. which was so shocking to me. Um, not shocking, but like it's nerve wracking, right? Just to do interviews. Yeah. So I was so surprised and I loved each and every guest because mm-hmm. they were so nice mm-hmm. and gave so much, um, talked so much about yeah. the experience and perspective, which I wanted. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's getting the people was the most exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, finding the right people was a mission. Oh. Yeah, um, because firstly, it was firstly um, the podcast when they said um, at Radio R, they said like you can have your own show. I, yeah. I was just like I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and then I did the um, I explored the question um talking to people who've lost their jobs recently mm. like because of covid yeah and i posted on like dunedin page mm. news page and like only like one person came forward right and then i was just like wait why would someone who lost their job talk about that yeah, on a radio show right yeah um so i was like okay well i need to like change my question up mm-hmm. so the question was just like people's experience and perspectives and starting off with, I never thought, like, I would have, like, some well-known guests. I thought I would stick to, like, I don't know, like, students yeah, and, like... normal, everyday people. Yeah, normal, yeah. everyday people. But, yeah, as the show went on, I just gained more confidence talking mm-hmm. to people. And the first big person was Claire Curran, mm-hmm. who was a former politician. Right. I just emailed her. I was just like, the... Like, she can just say no. You yeah, know, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And when she said yes, I was like, oh my god, like what? <laughs> and that was the same, like after that I was just like, okay, I can actually go mm. a bit further and then like um, interview other people, like yeah. the Dunedin mayor, which I did, like I was just like, he can only say no. Yeah. yeah. said yes. So, you know, and then I, yeah, it was just some people that I already knew. Yeah. Um, which was like my assistant principal. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just so lovely yeah. so i haven't talked to her in like five years so it was nice you know <laughs> to like talk. catch up yeah I think, yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah okay now for an interesting question mm-hmm. people say that those who work in media have a lot of power because mm-hmm. you essentially shape the way that people think of the world think about current events and everything because what they read is essentially what you reported on right so what's your take on that Things are, I mean, it's interesting yeah. and it makes me want to be a reporter even more <laughs> <laughs> to have that power. Oh, <laughs> um, no, it's definitely like they, reporters and every journalists have the power. And I think in a way that attracted, de- attracted me more to it mm-hmm. um, because I've always been like, not, I mean, I wouldn't say a leader, but mm-hmm. like I wanted to influence people. Like a thought leader. Yeah, yeah, like a thought leader, if you, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, influence people. And I've always wanted to, like, 
have that thing where someone walks up to you and be like, oh my god, are you that person? Mm, so I, yeah. I mean, the recognition. I, yeah, the recognition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which, when I look back, like as a policy analyst, I probably couldn't, you know, right. get that. But as a journalist, you know, you have the power to do anything you want. Mm. And even if I'm not a reporter, I can just write mm-hmm. or do anything with a mm. journalist degree, which is like, it's funny because um, when I first told my mom yeah. that I want to be a journalist, she was like, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's not really a apparent, well, I'm not going to say respectable. I see. Because I respect journalists. Yeah. But in other countries, they are mm. kind of looked down upon because Especially of the media. Cultures. Yes. Because yes. of the media. And people are like, oh, why the media? You know, yeah. like, oh, I hate the media. Yeah, we yeah, hate journalists true. because of that's that. True. Yeah. So in a way, that kind of attracted me more to it. <laughs> <laughs> I see you like going against the grain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, my mom was so supportive after yeah. that. Um, as I, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm good at it. Mm. Like, policy analysis isn't what mm. I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so... I like how you just like stay true to yourself and like what you truly believed in and I think ultimately if you have this conviction in yourself other people around you will also be eventually be able to accept that and like really see the passion within you yeah so yeah it's really good (laughs) now just to recap Mm -hmm. you studied politics at uni right and then now you're going into journalism Mm. So let's take a trip down memory lane. Memory lane, okay. (laughs) What did you actually want to be when you were a child? When I was a child, man. Okay, so... It's been a long time. Yeah. (laughs) In my culture, um, so I'm I'm Sri Lankan, Mm -hmm. um, but I was raised here. But, you know, my parents are Sri Lankan. Um, My grandparents, obviously my Mm. family is Sri Lankan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... I came here when I was eight, so I was raised here and I have that mindset of, you know, just a, I don't have that immigrant mindset. I do understand it, but because I was around so many white people, I guess, like I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't, I can speak my um, mother tongue, but I don't really understand the news or like song Mm. lyrics because um, you don't have the context. It's different in a way. It's different. It's like very formal. Right. I can go on informal. Like I can have a conversation with you Mm. um, in Sinhala. Mm. But I can't understand the news and songs and stuff because it's deep Sinhala. Right. Yeah. So it's different. It's really, it's it's like, why do you even know it if you can't understand songs and stuff? But yeah, um, yeah, no, bilingual is great. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so they, they, in in the culture, the three respectable jobs are being a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the same for a lot of Asian cultures. Yeah, I don't know why. (laughs) Is it because it's the most stability, I guess, job? I feel like, because like, same thing for me is that like growing up, I... I always thought that I would be in healthcare, actually. Like, mm. not even lawyer or engineer. Just healthcare, like, doctor. Yeah. And I just... Actually, no, doctor, dentist, pharmacist. Basically anything in the health field. 
And I think that's basically because of the, you know, the status, prestige, yeah. money, the fact that you're helping people and everything. So like, as children, when we hear these things, and like we see people who are in these professions, yeah. we have so much respect for them. So yeah. naturally, we also want yeah. to go down this path. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and I think another factor is also the fact that growing up as kids, we don't have like our vocabulary mm. of jobs is very limited. We don't have much exposure yeah, to yeah. what you can actually oh, be. No, def- yep. And we only know about the like yep. you know, the stereotypical conventional professions and everything. But the thing is, the world is advancing so rapidly thanks to technology. And so there are a lot of like careers out there that will exist in the future that we don't even know of right yeah. now. Like yeah. For example, being a social media marketer yeah. or a digital marketer because yeah. they didn't have social media back then. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, when I was little, like, I liked talking to mm-hmm. people. And um, I talked back to my mom, which I don't do now. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> um, yeah, my mom was just like, no, you should be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So growing up, it was... I was conditioned to think that being a lawyer is like the only job for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about journalism until mm-hmm. like high school. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lawyer. And then even throughout intermediate high school, um, I was just like, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. I'm right. going to be a lawyer. Yeah. I'm going to be not a criminal lawyer, but like, um, I don't know, some kind of lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. And going into uni, I was like, Finally, I'm living my dream. <laughs> and first year, I hated it with passion. Yeah. I think I liked like two weeks of it, <laughs> the first two weeks. <laughs> and then I just did not like the content at all. I see. And you see in like um, legal dramas and it's just like so cool. Mm-hmm. And but then like I really evaluated myself and I was just like do I really want to do this Mm. and throughout the whole year like because I hated it so much there was no motivation and it was really depressing in a way I just did not have a good 2018 in Mm. general but uh, 17 yeah 17 like, oh my like, god wait well because 2018 was my first year and i was yeah, like mm, 2017. pretty sure uh, like a year above me or something no was it 2016 i think it's 2016 i think it's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was 2016 years, years. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay. you can see how good i am at that <laughs> um no but um yeah no i hated every minute after that and I was just like to my mom like I can't do this mm. then she was just like okay well um you know what do you want to do and so I was did just you like, like finish the whole year of first year yeah law? so I I was just like I'm going to do it until um the end of the year because mm. I paid a lot of money mm. you know mm-hmm. um even though like I hated it after like even like two weeks mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want, want to mm. do this but I was just like I paid a lot of money and then getting into second year law was another thing that I was just like, I don't want to do it. Mm. So um, no motivation. And it, I mean, it worked out because like then I did politics, mm-hmm. even though like going into law, my degree was law and psychology. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like all changed. And the next year was politics, sociology and criminology which is like totally different but I did those little papers Mm -hmm. in um first year 
so I kind of knew what it involved and mm-hmm. I really liked it mm-hmm. um yeah so that's how that changed right. and I did really enjoy it yeah so yeah. you know you, you enjoyed your degree in the end yeah I did some papers I didn't like right um, as with all things <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah overall I I did enjoy it especially criminology yeah. I love criminology I I love um the lectures I've got a really similar story to you. Yeah. For university, because I did health sciences in my first year. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Absolutely hated it. Yeah. Like even within the first week itself, I think I was like four days into it, and I just, I just really hated the atmosphere. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. it was very competitive. Yeah. And I just, I just didn't like the fact that I was studying just to get good grades for a test. Yeah. Because like throughout high school, I was that student who. Like, I genuinely enjoyed studying. Like, I genuinely wanted to learn the content because I wanted to increase my knowledge and everything. And I didn't feel like I was just living from test to test. Yeah. But health sciences felt like that. Yeah. So, like, after four days, I legitimately thought of switching to something else like music because I'm really passionate about music and everything. But eventually, I told myself to just stick through the whole year, you know, just finish it. Who knows? I might change my mind. Yeah, yeah, end, yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. But... The year ended, did not change my mind, yeah. and I really could not see myself like being the healthcare yeah. like path in the yeah. future. So then I start like like you, I started thinking it more about life. Yeah. What does life mean to me? What does yeah. success mean to me? Like what kind of lifestyle do I want? So I started doing more research, and then eventually I decided that if I wasn't gonna do health sciences, I probably would have done engineering because I did like three sciences and two maths in high school right and so isn't that the agent three is it agent five yeah (laughs) it is indeed yeah yeah so yeah i would have done engineering and then i was like okay what field of engineering should i get into because there are so many so Mm. i did all these tests and everything and then for some reason i was like i always got electrical Mm -hmm. mechatronics or mm-hmm. like software engineering so i thought okay that must be a sign that it's something techy yeah but then they don't have um they don't have engineering in otago yeah and i had like Canterbury. a scholarship yeah in otago so i wanted to make the most of my like three year scholarship at otago right. yeah so i was like okay i'll just stay at otago and i'll study computer science instead because um i realized that studying computer science was actually um, the most common route that people take to becoming a software engineer, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I ended up doing computer science in yeah. my second year. Yeah. And I've actually got, like, three reasons why I chose computer science in the end. First reason, well, I mean, obviously, like, the world is progressing to its yeah. technology. Technology is the future. So I just feel like if I'm studying computer science, I'll obviously be learning more about technology. Yeah. And so... I'll probably be able to understand all the changes that are happening around me, be able to make more informed decisions. And going with the whole, the world is advancing in tech thing. Obviously, there will be more job opportunities in tech. So I thought that's like, that's a wise decision to go into tech. And there are so many fields that you can work in. You don't just have to work in tech. You can work in like media, for example, but be the tech person. You can... Uh, be an entrepreneur, have your own like tech startup or whatever. So I just felt like there were so many options with technology. And the last reason is, you know, health sciences and like science in general was yeah. all about reading, yeah. memorizing facts and everything, especially biology. And after a while, it just gets so 
draining. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. But then, like tech, computer science, maths in general, it's all about problem solving, and everything is different. So that's why I thought, you know what, this would probably be a lot more interesting for me. Yeah. And yeah, I'm entering my final year right now, yeah. and I haven't looked back. Really, look what even you accomplished though. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank I mean, you. you're still in your what third year, right? No, I'm entering my fourth year. Fourth it's year, my final year this year. And you've done like women in tech and everything Aww. like that. You are in the museum. <laughs> like that's so cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think everything really does happen for a reason. It really I does. Truly yeah. do agree. In hindsight, it's yes. like oh, thank God, mm, you know. Mm, yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's a nice place to wrap up the episode. Yeah. I think, I think a a general theme for this episode could mm-hmm. be embracing change. Life doesn't always go as planned, so you gotta adapt to changes, embrace the new opportunities. So, do you have any advice for anyone having to do with change? I think just believe that everything happens for a reason because it does. Mm. It really does. Like. In in 2020, I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. Um, Am I good enough to be in this career path? Um, I I self-doubted a lot. And it was a really low um, point in my life. Mm. It, everything happened for a reason because because I was so low, that's mm. why I went to my friend's place. Mm. And if they hadn't watched the 6 o'clock news every day, journalism wouldn't be a thing. My show wouldn't be a thing, you know? So yeah. everything does happen like for a reason. It's like little triggers. Like the, it's the unexpected things that just happen at the randomest <sighs> times that just trigger like a whole sea of events. Yeah, yeah. So you have to trust yeah. in time. Mm and the opportunities because there's always an opportunity mm. um even if you can't see it yeah and that's the same thing with people i think mm. too mm. um you just meet the most random people at the most yeah. random time and they yeah. change your life so yeah, yeah. yeah. very insightful <laughs> <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for that Tishni, and welcome. thank you so much for being on my podcast really appreciated all your honest insights your stories and everything oh. and last but not least mm-hmm. all the best for your future thank for your you. new journey in journalism thank you so much <laughs> and yeah thank you as all well for listening to yet another episode of sparking sparks go spark some sparks <laughs>